What's good? I'm Brian Vincent. Me and my friends are trying to level up every single day in every single way. My purpose is simple. Shed light on the mindsets and actions to help you become who you want to be. Join me and guests from all walks of life as we try to help you level up and stay woke. Welcome to the Next Level Woke Podcast. Let's go get it. Obvious. I just got the check for the positive. 750 for the sound way to get it processed. Won't stop to that shit. Guys, this is a close one to my heart. He's a prodigy in the making. He's my yang to my yang. My best friend, my social media manager. He's also a white boy from Goldburn practicing the art of Taoism. You know what I'm saying? He is currently a paralegal, but very soon he will be a lawyer. He plays university basketball plays professional three-on-three basketball. He is very much inspired by Gary Vee. He's also heavily invested in crypto and NFT. He's a smart entrepreneur. He's all of that. But most importantly, he's the founder and CEO of Next Venture Co. Without further ado, it is my absolute honor to introduce my best homie, Joshua Derek Adam. What's up, boy? My boy, my boy. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm excited. How are you, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That was a very, very hype intro. I mean, I don't know if I can live up to some of that stuff, but um, thank you, bro, nonetheless. Oh, bro, you already know we do these intros to uh, to set the tone, to set the energy for the next Civil Woke podcast. And yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to have you on board because I think that everything that goes behind my social media, you take part of it big time. It also helps that you, you, you're studying law so you can understand the contracts, the benefits, what to look out for, and all of that. But yeah, give us a, a quick one rundown of of who you are and maybe also how we got the chance to, to connect with each other as well. Yeah, bro, 100%. Well, as you said, uh, in my last year of law at the moment, I'm a student and uh, working at a law firm as well. Um, we met by, you know, a little bit of a by chance thing. I was playing university basketball, like you said. Um, and you happen to be playing Sydney basketball with uh, one of the guys on my team. And I think at the time I was looking for a team to join in Sydney. Right. And um, from there, obviously, you know what I'm saying? We linked up, became homies, and um, the rest is history, bro. Now we're on a mission. You know what it is. 100%. And NBC, NBC agency, man. That's linked to my personal Instagram. Talk to us about that. What is it? Yeah, so NBC, um, I suppose, started as a bit of a passion project. Um, side hustle type of thing in 2020, you know, coming out of COVID, um, trying to improve my skills, make more money. I was sort of uh, impressed by the like entrepreneurship side hustle culture and thought, okay, I got to start doing something. Um, and so what ended up coming out of um, that was, uh, yeah, NVC. And basically it's just a, a group of us, a collective. We're all sort of trying to bring different skills to the table and um, find out what's next, whether it's for you, um, uh, you know, as a talented individual, influencer, creator, or for, for different businesses. You know, we work with uh, small businesses, brands, stuff like that. And um, yeah, we're all just about trying to trying to help people go to that next level. So a bit fitting that I'm on this podcast. 100%. And, you know, guys, for you, for you guys that don't really understand, this next of a woke podcast, Josh has been with me from the get-go. And this also makes me want to take it back a little bit further because... We essentially linked up properly when we both had our spiritual awakening, something I've been preaching and talking a lot about in my podcast. Yeah, 100%. Well, I definitely feel like I was probably in a similar position to yourself, you know, looking for a bit of sense of direction in life. I'm not sure if I was on the right track for what I wanted or even not knowing what I wanted. 
and um, you know, happenstance, you, you meet different people, you're doing things that are good for you, put you on the right track, and all of a sudden new opportunities, new people in your circle, network uh, come up, and that leads to good things. So I feel like, um, you know, through basketball, through something I was enjoying, meeting people that were like-minded, uh, managed to meet you, and obviously we're on the same page in terms of, um, you know, trying to do levels in this game, social media, entrepreneurship, business, whatever you want to call it. And um, yeah, just so happened that I suppose, like you said, very yin yang, we have a lot of skills that, that offset each other and um, different attributes and talents that made it make sense for us to try and work together on all this sort of stuff. So um, I, I think, yeah, to a certain extent, I really believe all of this kind of happened for a reason from um, those basketball friends that put me in a position to become friends with you and have all these opportunities in Sydney come up. So shout out to the boys, shout out to Black Panthers for sure. That's right, that's right. Man. I want to stay back a little bit from when we connected and we had our vision of doing what we're doing now. Did you ever imagine or picture that we would be where we are today when we just started talking about the things that we wanted to achieve? That's a really good question. I think for me, it's it's a little bit of both sides of yes and no. I don't know. I'll try and say why you know why that makes sense as far as from one standpoint. There's been so many incredible things that have come up in the short time that I've been trying to do this stuff. You know, all the things we've had on your side of things and other people I've been fortunate enough to work with that you know every day I feel incredibly grateful that wow this is an opportunity that I get to have and I get to be a part of this and I get to meet these people and stuff like that um, but on the other hand as much as I'm always like wow this is so this is so great I think um, I would be lying if I didn't say that from the very beginning bro we had a very clear vision of you know what we wanted uh, where we wanted to go and what we wanted to try and achieve um, with all of this stuff and I think that's part of having really clear goals and whether you say okay goals affirmations journaling whatever it is i think for me it's all about the vision and then uh, i think that whoever i work with whenever i come across i'll probably be able to tell you i, I seem to have a very clear vision of what it is i'm i'm trying to achieve and i think um truthfully we're just we're just taking the necessary steps to continue to get there right and i love that output because a lot of people they have their own different ways of achieving their goals in their lives right some people do affirmations like you said journaling uh, whatever it takes to to reach that vision of theirs, what steps have you taken in your daily life to be where you are today? Yeah, yeah. If I really think about all the things that sort of helped me get momentum towards, you know, feeling like I was wanting to take all these steps and stuff like that, it definitely starts at the core with, um, you know, fitness and physical health. Right. I was definitely in a position where I was like, okay, man, I feel like crap every day waking up. I not making progress in any sort of way, and had to you know, check myself and say, okay, I've got to do things every single day that's going to help me get to where I want to be. And um, yeah, to connect fitness to goals, I sort of think once you have those long-term goals, something you're working towards every day, that can have a good impact on your mindset. And, you know, you and I both know, but once you sort of win the mental battle, everything else um, sort of comes naturally. So um, from there, I would say after I started to get my physical health in alignment, it was definitely things to do with study and work and, um, you know, improving things to do with my mental health, like, uh, improving my circle and even increasing my circle from just spending less time alone and stuff like that. And then definitely from there, bro, I was so fortunate to meet different people uh, in Sydney where I was living and in my network that then put me onto things like, you know, different YouTube videos, different books, audio books, ways of thinking, different great thinkers, stuff like that, that, um, you know, I really believe added up, added up, added up to help me have the mindset that I do today and ultimately did um, to help get me here that, you know, made me who I am and made me want to achieve the things that I hope I will continue to achieve. Yeah, right. Man, le your generation is, is very fortunate in a sense that you have all the tools necessary to create the life that you want to create. Yeah, 100%. I firmly believe that 
you know, the digital age we live in now is like nothing short of a, a golden era of opportunity. And the, like you said, my generation, the position I'm in, I think we've all been groomed from a very young age to be tech savvy and to be problem solvers and to understand how technology works and can improve or assist different aspects of your daily life. And for me, um, I think at a certain point, I just realized that all of the things around me that I could use to my advantage in the incredibly privileged position that I'm in, it just made perfect sense to try and make something out of social media and technology and uh, the internet and everything like that, like you said. Because of you have all of those things available, do you also believe that you guys are soft as shit? Soft as shit? Well, look, I mean, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a good question. Definitely some people, I think there's, a, there's probably some truth in that, bro, to be honest, as mm. far as, like, if we get deep with it for a second, um, the people that came in the generations before us didn't have stuff nearly as easy, didn't have things at their fingertips, you know, instant dopamine, instant fast food, instant internet bright flashing, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I think there's definitely an aspect of, you know, being softer, spending less time outdoors, all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, personally, I think being self-aware can, uh, you know, counter that. And if you're self-aware of the fact and you're doing all the right things to be who you think you need to be and... Then I don't think you're gonna have a problem with being soft. What are some specific habits that you have implemented in your daily life that you love to share to the the generation out there who might want to seek the same type of route that you're doing right now? Because you're highly successful in everything you do. Give us a little bit of Joshua Derek Adam recipe for success. Well, I don't know. I think I got a little way to go before I'm gonna say I'm successful. But in terms of trying to get where I am today, or have the mindset of the things that allow me to understand the things I do, I would definitely say that the internet is your best friend. Um, without a doubt, you can put 10, 20, 40 hours of research uh, into any topic and you know, over the period of a few weeks or a few months, become incredibly insightful on that. And then YouTube uh, is by far, I think, the greatest asset that everyone has. You know, If you've got a phone, a computer, or you can walk to a public library, you can load up a video of someone who's uh, maybe an expert in the field teaching you how to do something so there is no limit really on what you can teach yourself and what you can learn and, and the skills you can um, develop you know in whatever position you're in I really believe that so um, yeah 100% YouTube videos and I suppose sort of hand in hand with that is definitely books um, ebooks whatever's the easiest way for you if you can just consistently put new knowledge new perspectives new ideas into your head that will continue to stimulate um, you know the little voice in your head that says oh maybe we could do it like this maybe we could try this out whatever it is um, and I think someone that I was pretty close to at one stage told me, you know, you can use tools like books and ebooks to put you in a position um, to start making momentum. And then once you feel like, you know, you're on track or you're taking the action you need to be taking, that's when then you can shift your focus from learning and, and researching to what you're trying to work on. Yeah. Um, those probably be the two biggest, but I suppose, you know, research using the technology you have and um, continuing to learn every day, whether it's books, ebooks, podcasts. On the topic of technology, what do you think the technology and internet in terms of impact for the future talk to us about that because it's not going away yeah absolutely absolutely well i think it's it's pretty evident um to majority of people that internet has completely changed the the global landscape as we know it from things like you know um there, there are less borders now because with things like facetime and the technology we have in our hands we can communicate with people and any, anywhere in the world instantaneously. Um, and, and even things like going paperless, you know, we can see that the things that we're consuming on a daily basis are handheld, digital, audio, um, 
compared to things like you know paper newspaper um and stuff like that so i think if you can appreciate the the direction that we're continuing to go in terms of society uh and the opportunities that come with that the changes from how things used to be that are also coming with that uh where we're going in a direction where if you're either going to run with it or run from it and mm-hmm. and it's pretty evident with covid bro you know a lot of industries felt the tremendous impact of of not having you know foot traffic and stuff like that coming around or and, and different instances and so we saw so many different industries uh have to try and play catch up going online to to support the the work that they do so um yeah yeah incredibly interesting time to to be alive with all of the changes that are going on yeah let's talk about nfts and yeah, crypto yeah, we don't have to deep dive into this yeah, yeah. but um i love to hear your take on it because from what i've seen people have changed their lives sometimes overnight over week over month but just by being in this space yeah yeah without a doubt i think there's definitely um a gold rush right at least we saw last year the the, the gold rush as lots and lots of people and more attention was going into the nft space um for those obviously who maybe don't know what nfts are non-fungible tokens the easiest way that i try and explain it to people who i think would benefit from learning about it is it's in terms of money, like if I give you a $5 note and you give me a $5 note, it's like the same thing has the same value. But NFTs, because of technology and coding and everything like that, you can have like a digital a digital asset essentially, which you can prove is one of one or there's nothing else like that and you're the one who owns it, for example. So people might say, oh, you know, that's silly. I can screenshot pictures is like the, the rebuttal pretty often. But um, at the end of the day, things like a concert ticket, um, things like uh, a deed to a property, things like um, you know, intellectual property, copyright, that something that you've made, all of these things in so many different industries are being impacted slowly and gradually by the NFT space and Web3 and blockchain and everything like that. So for anyone who's maybe not super familiar with all of these terms and stuff like that, um, I would say definitely take the time to put in the hours to research and find out because you know, you can, there's, there's definitely still time to get on the train before it takes off or the, or the boat before it sets sail. Um, and ultimately, I really do think that it's, it's pretty evident that this sort of technology is going to continue to change the way we operate on a daily basis in, in almost every facet of our lives. So, um, you know, I think it's almost necessary that we are educated on what it is that's going on. One of your biggest role models in your life is Gary Vee. Talk to us about why he's such a role model. What is it that he does right for you guys that makes you look up to him? Yeah. Um, Gary V is, you know, people talk about like a Rushmore of inspirations, whatever, like the goat, whoever, like Gary V is hundred percent my guy, bro. Um, there's so many different things that I could talk about as to why I'm impressed with him and I have so much respect for him and all the things he's, um, done. But I suppose ultimately the two things that I think made Gary V such a worthwhile person to listen to and consume his content and stuff like that, um, is one on the business side of things. He's always ahead of the curve. You know, he can't miss his countless time has been investing in all the right areas and things that have just made sense and, and taken off. And um, he has a, a record of success in terms of, you know, his businesses and things like that. Um, and then on the, the flip side of things, something that I think is definitely overshadowed potentially by his massive business success is, I suppose, the, the, the lessons he puts out and the, what he speaks about as important in terms of um, values and everything like that. You know, a family first guy dedicated all of his 20s to building his family business. That's something I respect a great deal. Um, and beyond that, you know, doing things for good causes and, and trying to teach a generation to 
have and, and foster ideals in this generation which are ultimately just positive, you know, kindness, empathy, um, gratitude, candor, everything like that. You know, I could go on and on about why I think both as a, as a businessman and as a person, he's such a, um, you know, upstanding individual. So um, definitely, I think it's, it's two-tone, bro. You know, business and, and being a good guy. And that's just, that's what I want to try and be great at as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're already, you're doing it already and I can't wait to see what the actual future holds for you. I appreciate it. We can go really deep here, but when you look back from where the two of us started, man, just out there in the balcony, just exchanging these ideas that we had for the world. I think it's so important that we self-reflect back to where we started to where we are now because it just shows that it's so important that you have people around you that wants you to win. I want to know, what are your longer-term aspirations in life? Wow. Yeah, I, I like this question. As I said, bro, I'm like a big vision guy, so I'm always thinking about you know, what, what my definition of success looks like. Um, first and foremost, I definitely want to finish my studies and um, you know build the the firm that I work for at the moment up significantly. For those that don't know, I work with my dad, and he sort of grinded pretty hard to be able to uh, build a firm and build a business, and um, you know encourage me to consider the legal profession as something that would be a good route for me to take. Obviously, I'm doing this uh, side hustle stuff on the side, but my priority uh, is definitely making sure my family is in a good position in terms of business. Um, and then outside of that, bro, I have um, you know huge goals for NVC in terms of uh, for the people that are closest to me. You know, um, being able to travel um, off of the work that we do, um, building the agency into something that I can sustain a career off of. Um, and you know, I, have, I definitely have other goals outside of that in terms of you know physically training in the gym, working hard to become the best version of myself that I can be. Um, and then other goals like, you know, from the investment perspective, bro, um, I'd love to in the next couple of years um, think about buying my first house, continue to um, invest in things that are going to make sense for me in my future. Um, so, yeah, bro, yeah, lots of goals, lots of, I'm, I'm pretty often that I think about the long-term vision, the big picture and what it is that, you know, you do things every day to try and get to that. So, yeah, man. So just based on this whole conversation that we've had so far, you just seem like, um, an energetic guy that really knows what he wants. Do you have bad days? Oh man, 100%. I think it's something that's super important to talk about, bro. I think probably something that's not spoken about enough is how the whole entrepreneur and um, like hustle culture, I think you would describe it as, um, is you know in many ways not sustainable as far as people get it twisted that, okay, you gotta work 20 hours a day to ever be able to make it. And if you're not doing this, that, and the other, then you're going to get left behind. Um, and so I think when I fell into that trap in the beginning, I got, I was looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, why am I not doing enough? Why am I not as successful as these other people that I see? Why don't I look like this guy in the gym? Whatever it may be. Um, and, and without a doubt, bro, I think life's all snakes and ladders. Like, you know, sunshine, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You're going to have bad days. Um, and yeah, bro, I mean, I definitely have bad days. Because I think it's so, like, that's the reason why I wanted to ask you because it's not talked about enough. And now we talk about social media and all of that. But when you look at Instagram, for example, it's nothing but a fucking highlight reel. Oh, you know, people are not actually sharing and talking about what actually goes on, what really goes on on their profile. If you're an influencer or whatever, that's merely 1%, yep. you know, and that's... It's not the truth. It's that's not it, the, the real it. shit. And that's why I think, especially, bro, in terms of people who are on social media, not your younger generation, things like that, it's so easy to get caught up in 
the confusion of, oh, this is what this person has, this is what yeah. their daily life is like, because everything's just a filter and a story and, you know, a Photoshop away from looking picture perfect. Right. And I'm sure we're all like, uh, you know, hypocrites in the sense that we do the same thing. You want to mm-hmm. put out and make your profile look as cool or whatever, but overarchingly, I think it's important to have within your circle and, and your family and, and your friends, whatever, that, you know, when you're having those bad days that you got to have people there for you, you got to have sustainable practices in place to be able to get through those times and stuff like that. So, I mean, to go back to your question, what, how do you get out of those bad days? I think overarchingly, you got to have discipline, which could be a scary word for people in the sense of doing things that are good for you. Um, if you can manage to go into the gym on a day where you feel like, I don't want to go into the gym, then you're going to feel much better after doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Same thing for things you're working on, whether it's university or any sort of side hustle or training for a sport. If you know, every day is not going to be the best day. You're going to get a bad mark. You're going to have a bad session, whatever. But you know, if you have that discipline, that every day you're going to go, okay, regardless of how I feel, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to yeah. do what I got to do. That's going to not only ensure you keep making the progress you want to make, but um, help you feel like, hey, I, I don't let things, um, obstacles that I can overcome stop me from, from achieving what I'm trying to achieve. And that's not to say, like, don't get it twisted, people who are listening, that, oh, without fail, you can't rest, you can't do anything, you know, you have to do it every single day. I think it's 100% the opposite. You've got to have a, a routine that's sustainable for you, mm-hmm. that, um, you know, you have days to recover, you have days to do things you enjoy with your friends and family. Um, right. And that's just moderation. Like, if you, ha- you can, you'll work much better in 80% of the time if you take that 20% to enjoy the things that make you happy as opposed to trying to push it to 90, 95% and, you know, that, that other 5%, you're half-assing relaxation and enjoyment. Um, you're not going to be optimal in all that time you're working. So I think it's about balance. I think it's about moderation. And if you have the discipline to work when you need to work and rest when you need to rest, then you're going to be uh, a much higher performer, I think. Yeah, man. And there's so many things I want to bump into here, but just the fact that you understand or you're saying that you find that balance because I think last year we were just... Man, fucking grind, hustle 24-7. Look, it may be sustainable for a month and you feel like you get a shit lot done, but the toll, man, is, is going to hit you right back in your fucking face. And you're talking about balance. And in, in a previous episode, I had Miss Tesh Galgut where we deep dive a little bit into Taoism. Now, you actually inspired me to get into that philosophy of yin and yang, black and white, Everything is connected. It is one, being one with nature. But she deep dove into a whole different sex route that I was not familiar with. So <laughs> I, I may not have researched it enough, but just from the, the basis of Taoism, man, give us your take on it. And why do you practice this philosophy? Why does it align with you? Yeah, 100%. Well, I think I don't want to claim to be like the most knowledgeable person about Taoism or whatever, but. Um, for me, I found the Tao Te Ching, uh, which is the book to do with Taoism, you know, when I was in like a bit of a dark place, you could say. Right. And um, a lot of the teachings and the content that I consumed, you know, subsequent to reading that book, just seemed to resonate with me a great deal as far as when things are out of alignment, that's when you're stressed. When you're um, trying to fight the natural way of things, that's when you're feeling sad and upset and everything like that. And I think the philosophies that I um, understood when I was trying to learn about this sort of stuff was that you know, when when there's balance and when there's flow, you know, it, that's the way it's supposed to be. But when you're fighting that or, or you're not you're not in balance, you're doing things that are taking you out of balance, that's when you're going to be suffering, essentially. And um, ultimately, 
that had a big impact on me, bro. And I know you know because obviously I talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those philosophies and implementing those ideas into different facets of my life, I think, had a pretty profound impact on me. Um, you know, from that spiritual aspect, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Now, both of us were never really spiritual before. Yeah, one hundred percent. Let's deep dive a little bit into your spiritual awakening, your spirituality, and being in a higher power and the effect that it has on your daily life, being successful in everything else that you do. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Well, I suppose I want to premise this um, by saying this is definitely controversial, but I think ultimately for you know maybe your generation, my generation, and the day and age that we live in, I think organized religion, um, a lot of people are trending away from that because of the constraints it puts on people. Um, and new age spirituality, whatever you want to call it, stuff like that, um, I think is something that appeals to people because of the flexibility that it allows. And to me, what that looks like is, you know, I don't have to follow certain rules, I don't have to really follow certain guidelines and, and things like that. It's just understanding things and doing what would make sense for me, essentially. Yeah. I know the same can be said for different religions to a certain extent. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank you for sharing your input on, on how you view Taoism. Yeah, I think we still have a lot to learn. I mean, we're essentially still students of life, right? Like, uh, we only know what we know based on the, the research and knowledge that we have uh, taken in. All of this, man, it, it's such a big inspiration to have a guy like you having this vision and mindset of knowing exactly what it is you want to do. But I have a more spiritual question right now. What's your purpose in life? My purpose, my purpose. That's a pretty heavy one. I, I suppose as much as I think about my goals and things like that, I never really define my purpose per se. Um, it's interesting because MVC, I suppose, as a whole came up as a result of the people around me seemingly doing all these different things and me not necessarily having a clear direction. And so I suppose MVC to me is a bit hand in hand with my purpose. I think it's a combination of the things I think I'm good at and the things that um. I enjoy doing and merging those two together to try and create some some goals to somewhere that I want to get to so if I had to define my purpose I would probably say it's to um, you know create a life for all of those around me that I can be proud of and to me that looks like financial independence retire early as far as creating different streams of income passive income um, to enable us to do the things we want to do, whether that's the, the work we want to be doing or travel, see the world, whatever, um, have the people that are close to me that want to be involved, involved. Um, and ultimately, I think what I want to do on a daily basis is help people. And work. for me, that looks like matching you know, their skills, their talents and things like that with you know, my perspective and the insights I have, which might be able to help them elevate in a certain way. So yeah, if I had to say what my purpose was, um, I think it's to work with others to try and create success and you know maybe at this stage that looks like in a business sense maybe one day that'll hopefully have a big impact um, who can say but yeah that's, that's a great question bro I haven't thought about that that much no I like that I think it's so important that we uh, we backtrack a little bit to the more simple questions that's sometimes really hard for us to express yeah. because we, we're just so focused on other stuff right yeah, cool, cool. Um, but yeah beautiful answer man I, I vibe with that hard no, well, I've really never thought about that and like you said hard to express it's weird because I suppose I think about goals and the vision a lot but yeah. for me that's always okay what metric do I have to achieve what um, goal what, what, what does it look like for me to have to achieve this we, we spoke a little bit about 
your company before MVC. But man, I want to give you the floor. I want to give you the opportunity. You know, explain to me so the audience can can learn and understand what the fuck is NVC all about? What does it even stand for? What's the whole vision with it? How do you see it in a year's time? How do you see it in five years' time? And now it's your time to shine. Get on with it. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. So NVC, Next Venture Co. Started out, me and a few friends wanted to work together to achieve some goals on a small scale. And then what that looked like was you know, me using my legal background and um, you know, business skills, I suppose you would say, to try and help elevate them in terms of social media and what they were doing uh, in their lives. Um, and, and now, I suppose, you know, what, two and a bit, two years later, so yeah. two years down the line from when, um, you know, those ideas started to come into play, NVC now is, um, you know, a, a registered business that helps, uh, that does talent management, uh, PR, and, and also works with uh, businesses of different sizes to try and help them. So I suppose if I had to summarize what NVC did, you know, we do marketing, management, media. Marketing, we work with small businesses, medium-sized businesses, um, you know, we do digital marketing, we do ads, search, uh, search engine optimization, um, everything you can think of to help a, tr- a business try and elevate. And um, I suppose if I can go on a bit of a tangent here, that's actually how NVC started. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, it was uh, me in COVID. Um, I was doing internship at the time, so I wanted to try and make some more money uh, on the side. And I reached out to my physiotherapist who I was seeing in relation to basketball. And we talked a lot about his business, you know, from human resources, finances, operations, um, and we, had, we, we got on to, okay, well, what do you do for marketing? Because it's something that I was interested in. Um, I really enjoyed business studies at school. And uh, he was like, oh, marketing, I don't have time for that. And at that exact moment, a light bulb went off in my head of, you know, you, you don't have time for marketing. Come on, marketing, market, you don't need time for marketing. You don't need money for marketing. And the light bulb went off, NVC was born. And the motto with NVC has always been, you know, matching the right tools to the tradesman, um, you know, whatever position in, you're in using the resources you have at your disposal to succeed. And I truly believe if you have a balance of you know creativity and a bit of finesse, you can get results out of any situation, whether that's someone trying to grow on social media, whether that's a small business person uh, trying to get more sales in their community, whatever it is, the, the motto behind NBC has been, okay, we will find whatever it is you have at your disposal and we will help you use that in the best way possible to see results. And um, yeah, that, I worked with my physiotherapist for a little while. He was my first sort of client, I suppose you can say, like a bit of a lab rat. Um, and from there, it was, it was sort of uh, moving forward, different things. Um, the person I work with now, my business partner, shout out Connor Ferguson, um, he, he's got a huge amount of background and skill in that area. So it looks at this stage like he'll be handling a lot of the, the marketing side of things, working with businesses. And I think I've really found my calling in the sense that working with individuals, whether it's uh, influencers, creators, models, athletes, um, is something I want to do long term because I really love seeing how we can work with them to put them in the best position possible, whether it's getting a better contract, whether it's securing our brand deal, whether it's getting growth. And so um, if I had to say where NVC is going to be in five years, I hope NVC in five years will be you know, a, a, a much bigger business that has a plethora of different business and uh, individual clients um, and, you know, all has to do with the, the different skills that everyone who's part of NVC, who's part of the collective, brings to the table. You know, we're a network. We all help each other win in different ways. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's NVC. For anyone who's uh, interested about learning more, getting involved, definitely check out all the socials. Send me a message um, if you think that, it, you know, the types of things that we do could help you grow, uh, could help you win.
Man, that that's uh, there you go. He sold that shit just like that. Marketing, <laughs> marketing, marketing. No, look, uh, but to be completely transparent here, even though like we are close as shit, uh, guys, if you actually do need help with whatever he just said, reach out to him or reach out to me, and I'll I'll set up a meeting, whatever, because uh, NVC is gonna blow up. And mark my words, when we look back at this podcast that's gonna be released here in. 2022 early 2022 we're gonna look back in five years time man and we're gonna be like wow we fucking made it you fucking made it and i have no doubt in my mind because i know where we started a year or two years ago man look where we are now and when you have that drive when you have a, a crystal clear vision of what the hell you want to achieve and you understand what success means to you it's just a matter of time you know it will come we just have to be ready for that. But yeah, thank you for sharing um, cool. that, man. Now, as you already know, I ask every guest this question. You are not an exception. What does next level woke mean to you? Well, I definitely want to preface this by saying I had the privilege of being part of next level work, I would say, from yep. the very beginning and seeing how it took shape. Um, so I think I got all the different perspectives of you know what you originally wanted to try and achieve with this platform and how that has changed over time to, to what it is now. And I imagine it will definitely continue to develop. But to me, next level woke, if we break it down, next level just means you're continuing to want to develop, whether it's learning every day, whether it's seeking out the best version of yourself, the best situation, that's what next level is. And if we combine that with the woke, to me, woke just means being aware, being self-aware. So if you're aware of, um, yourself and you're aware of the, the things in the world around you um, your next level work you're aware and of the things that you need to do to be that best version of yourself and then striving every day every in every way whatever it might be um, to achieve that so I think there's, there's many different uh, definitions and ways to consider what next level work is but to me next level work is always going to be um, being self-aware and trying to be the best version of yourself that you can be yeah 100% I agree with that and yeah, that's why I, I honestly love asking these questions to all the guests. Have you listened to the other answers, oh, man? Without a doubt. I, I think uh, for people who don't know, I'm lucky enough since I work with Ryan and Next Level Work to be able to hear some of the episodes, sneak peeks a little bit earlier than you guys. Um, and, you know, what Next Level Work is about in terms of people from different walks of life, how their, you know, their lens, their unique perspective gives a completely different description of what Next Level Work means than anyone else who's come on the podcast before or something like that. It's such, uh, I think, a profound way to differentiate, um, you know, how people from all different walks of life can be so different, but at the same time, we can all have stuff in common, um, and that, that's what can bring us together and unite us. So, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's probably one of my favorite parts of the podcast to see all these people you would never think would be on the same page because of where they come from or what they do, mm. and then to be able to very clearly connect on what it is that next of work means to them. So, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because you are my social media manager and we are homies and all that, and I know that you have a crystal clear vision of the future of where you want to be. In all honesty, where do you think the next Level Woke podcast is going to be? What, what What's the potential for it, in your opinion? Yeah, 100%. Well, I think, bro, you know, I've said to you from the very beginning that this platform and this way of going about um, speaking with people um, is something that I think has enormous potential um, when you consider how 
people from all different walks of life have a unique story to tell and but you're asking the question through the lens of hey how have you been your best self and how has your background and your story influenced the things you've been able to achieve i really see next level woke having something for everyone um like like we've always talked about and if in every single episode and every single piece of content that you put out and that the brand puts out there's something that anyone can take away and and resonate with or use in their daily life I think that speaks volumes as to how many people this can connect with and the message you're putting out can connect with. And um, I, I really do believe that, you know, in the coming months, in the coming years, um, Next Level Work will mean something to a lot of people. And, you know, what that might look like in terms of numbers or what that might look like in terms of the platform, um, I can't say. But I do know that at the moment, um, next level work is is like a spark is like a fire and in terms of all the people that are coming onto this platform we have the privilege of working with all it takes is a little bit of fuel to that fire and it could just it could go crazy and that's that's how i really honestly view next level work no i appreciate that man i, I truly do appreciate that look as you know as well i ask five rapid questions which i call the fast five that's so all the guests now guys just to give you a little bit of a context this is probably our second or third interview now but <laughs> mr perfectionist over here wanted to redo it again to give you a little bit of context again he comes to my home once a week because he commutes from goldburn to sydney so now we have the opportunity to do this face to face and to be fair the audio was a problem as well the audio so was bullshit as well and now we actually have it right exactly, here in front exactly. of us so this could be a better listening experience for you better guys, listening actually. experience and he has no idea of the questions i'm gonna ask him so are you ready for the very I'm first ready. one let's get it what would be the worst thing for the government to make illegal the worst thing for the government to make illegal would be social media if we had social media censorship um, that we can definitely see is the case in other countries. That would just be crazy. I think there'd be, um, you know, a lot of negativity in that in terms of silencing so many different great voices. If animals could talk, which would be the rudest? The rudest animal, flies. Okay, Australia. Everyone knows. <laughs> you go outside on a hot day. These zoos just don't stop harassing you. So it's definitely going to be flies. What would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? That's crazy. So I would be whipping a katana because everyone knows I'm a ninja. So a I would just be slicing those dudes up left, right, and center. Top three things you find attractive when looking for a partner. Oh, that's crazy. Kindness to service workers. You know, they get what nice manners when they're talking Kindness, about weight right. or something like that. Um, good hygiene is crazy, bro. When they smell good, it's just crazy. Um, and as well, you know... Um, how they treat their friends and family because oh. that's really important to me. You know what I'm saying? You've got to have good relationships with those people around you. And um, yeah, if you're just a kind person, it's good. We're chill. Kindness, respect, hygiene. If your partner, female, has all of those, that's it. Yeah, that's wraps. So if you're ugly as shit, that's... Come on, man. Nah, okay, you can't put me like that. That's great. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, though. Like, will, so you, um, the, the beauty f- comes in all shapes and sizes, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't say nothing, but like... But I think that's an important topic as well. Like, yeah. for a female or a male, whatever you're into, like, you can have all those things that you find attractive. Yeah. But surely, like, some physical attraction would oh, have to be in, in place. Shout out Tash Galgut episode. Obviously, you know, relationships. Oh, we'll talk. We can do that. We'll talk. Oh, shit. I reckon, um, you know, obviously, physical attraction has got to be, like, the, the precursor, right? Like, 
I yeah, suppose yeah, if, yeah. if there's no like physical chemistry there, 100%. then it's like, you know, it is what it is. But from there, I think that, you know, that's ultimately not the most important thing you would think, right? Because looks fade, you know, we get older. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And stuff like that. And what's going to make you stay with someone? Probably how you feel around them, probably how they treat other people and how that makes you feel about them and stuff like that. So I would say, you know, looks is important, but it's not the most important because um, the how, how a woman looks, you know, it doesn't affect how she's going to raise your son. It's about... Uh, morals and principles that's going to raise your kid so think about that one you know hey females follow y'all listening right now uh, josh is single all right so single, I'm, I'm married to the game bro <laughs> my very last question do you say anything if something smells like hella sweat yeah i like you got to be a good friend and say tell your homie like come on bro you got, i'll give okay. you some idea a partner smells like a partner yeah yeah, yeah. so oh, you, you you're together with her right but you didn't figure out that she had a bad hygiene until you were together and then all of a sudden she smells like fucking crap well like are we at the gym or we're we just chilling you're home you're home you're home you're, you're home oh that's tough i mean you just you got to be candorous about this now shout out gary v candor it's like you got to be you got to be direct but you can deliver it and you can package it up in kindness okay so, yeah, I'm, a, I'm your female right now okay and I, I smell like hella sweat but you didn't know that i was in a bad hygiene state beforehand until okay. now so what i would do is i would say oh yo mrs ryan um look as much as I think you're such a wonderful individual, you know, you're not smelling so wonderful right now. <laughs> Maybe you can take a wonderful shower and try this wonderful deodorant. Motherfucker. There ain't no way that you would talk to a female. Come on, bro. Like, like, there's no way. Candle, like, you know, you'd be direct. Oh, with a ask, bit of that's a made up word. That's, that's it, that's it. Look, man, uh, I think we covered a lot of good parts in this podcast. Most importantly, I wanted to. I wanted you to share everything that you wanted to share about your company NBC. You, is there anything that we that you feel like uh, I left out, or anything that you would love to touch base on? Oh, I don't know. I suppose really, um, like I said, anyone, whatever position you're in, whether you're a business owner, whether you're someone who's trying to grow, whether you're an athlete who believes that they can make it to big time, whatever it is, um, there's probably some way we can assist. And if you're looking for people that might have different skills to you. Um, and you are you know, wanting to explore the different opportunities of social media and digital marketing and having a, a team behind you, um, definitely reach out because we're not above working with anyone. If you're someone that wants to be your best self with some rare, rare group of people that want to help you get there. Um, so, uh, so yeah, check us out at NBC. You know, we've got a website, got all of our information. We've got social media. Uh, make sure you run up the numbers on all of that. And um, if there's anyone out there who would like to talk further about any of the stuff I've brought up, definitely shoot me a message um, because, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm about. Well, what's your handle? What's your uh, social media handle? So, obviously, my main Instagram, you know, is just um, Joshua, but instead of an S, it's a 7, so J-O-7-H-U-A, and I'm not doing anything too crazy there, but over at NVC Agency on Instagram, TikTok, um, that's where you can uh, reach out, check out our content. We got everything from... Um, teaching you guys how to go and do brand deals, um, little montages from the work we do with clients to even funny stuff like bloopers behind the scenes. So um, just like this podcast, something for everyone, <laughs> definitely check us out. Um, and hopefully I hear from some of you guys, um, or if not, maybe hopefully you see us in the future. Shout out MVC. Yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening. And my boy, I appreciate you as always, man. My boy, my boy. All right, guys, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Stay blessed. Peace. Hey guys, thanks for your time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Next Level Woke Podcast. If you'd like to see more, hit the like, follow, subscribe button, 
and check out my other links in the notes for more content. I've got a lot more exciting stuff in the way, so I hope you check back in for the next one. Have a blessed day and stay woke.